At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, and we are final here in Las Vegas. Game two of the WNBA Finals goes to the Las Vegas Aces. They hold serve at Mm -hmm. home for the first two games of this best-of-five series, winning it 85-71, covering the number over at DraftKings. Four-and-a-half was the pregame number and the pregame total going under 161. Yeah, second-half total, only 74 points, by the way, so it did Mm -hmm. slow down. So now the Las Vegas Aces, one game away from being the first professional sports team to win a championship here in this yes. town. So uh would be a nice achievement for the ladies, but uh Connecticut Sun going to try to hold serve back there at the Mohegan Sun. So they were the team that I did uh, bet before the season, you know, you know, when I was on with uh, Danielle previewing the WNBA season, I said, Connecticut Sun, I think this could very well be their year. And then they had a couple injuries early and now hanging on Las Vegas Aces, I think have been the best team really all season long. So going to try to get a sweep uh, going to Connecticut here in a couple of days. What do you think that line's going to open at? For, th- for Thursday night? Yeah. Which, why is this game Thursday night also? I, I know. I, I was, don't, I was don't, saying, don't I was saying like Friday night. Why, why can't they do perfect. that? But, uh, perfect. yeah, looking at what the line I think is going to open, uh, I'm going to say maybe like aces one and a half or two, perhaps. But 
I'm going to be interested to see if this angle works in the WNBA First because half. you know that this is a very famous angle in the <laughs> yeah. in the NBA playoffs. The 0-2 down first quarter first half and then you see the books are obviously wise of that so they juice that spread where you'll see like okay a team's laying you know four in the first half but they're only like yeah. two and a half for three for the game and then of course they not only juice the spread but they juice the money line so you can't necessarily play that as frequently as you used to that used to be such a money maker but yeah. all of a sudden when these guys are getting their butts kicked they adjust on it and they say, okay, if you want to bet that, go ahead and bet that angle, that term that we know. Like, you know, we always say, if you know it, they know it. Go ahead and bet that and then they'll price you in and make you pay for it. It's going to be Connecticut laying three and a half in the first half. I know. And then it'd be be like, yeah, exactly. So uh, (laughs) we might get an opener, by the way, by the end of this program. So we'll be looking for that. I think we will. But with that information in mind, Thursday night, we're clearly going to be focused on what's going on at Arrowhead Stadium between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Yeah, we're probably, but, yeah, that, that's going to be a wild game. <laughs> that's going to be a wild one. But for the WNBA Finals Game 3, do you let the first half play out to then come in heavy on the aces? Let's say yeah. if Connecticut ends up living up to whatever the market expects in the first half mm-hmm. as that home team going back home down 0-2. Do you then get involved with Las Vegas at a plus money to just win the game? Is that something that you I, might want I to set think, up? I think that's probably what you have to do because just looking, there's just too there's so much firepower on this Aces team. Yeah. Aja they're, Will- they're inevitable, is what yeah. I said. Aja Wilson, twenty six and ten tonight. Kelsey mm-hmm. Plum with twenty one or twenty. Chelsea Gray with twenty one, despite the fact she went out for the game to I think get some treatment here. They didn't really need much from their bench, but when you've got a big three like that, that is tough to overcome. And Connecticut. You know, as it bad to play a lot of shortened benches where they're essentially playing seven players, heavy minutes, where they would want to play nine. So, you know, you look and it it does seem inevitable for the Aces. I want to see what that price is though for Game Three because I want to. I don't know if the books will be as wise to it in terms of the angle, and plus there's not as much of a sample size for the WNBA. But Sun first half might be a look at least. I think depending on, you know, obviously look at the price and see if they don't adjust for that. Yeah. If it's just cut in half from the full game line, I think we probably have to bet mm-hmm. Connecticut. Because you got to think the sun, you know, and, and, and Connecticut, obviously they're very passionate about, especially about their women's basketball. Uh, oh, yeah. UConn sells out the sun do very well up there at the Mohegan sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. So uh, I think you're going to, you're going to have Uncasville, Connecticut. First, I've heard of it. You've never, you've never heard of Uncasville. You look at me like you're surprised. Yes, I, I, I am shocked. I, I thought I was doing with Rand McNally here with the, with the Road Atlas. But uh, anywho, I think you're going to have a nice crowd on Thursday night up there in Connecticut, and they're going to be, you know, rooting their team on. They've done everything up there except win a W, except win a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Kurt Miller. So first half, I could see them coming out and you know dealing some body blows uh, to the Aces at least early. Well, Wes, I want to talk to you while we have a little bit of time about the NFL. We mm-hmm. mentioned how week two gets underway Thursday. Now, we are rolling now. It's yes. Monday night. <laughs> you got Thursday night. We're already Now we're in the groove of games all the time here in the NFL, which is a lot of fun for us here. Um, but what did you learn from week one in making your second half bets? Because I know that you talked about that how you made some second half bets on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We made a second half bet together yesterday in the Broncos Seahawks game going under 24 but was there a big takeaway or anything that was learned through making some of these second half bets here early in week one? Well, when I looked at the second half, just the numbers, and keep in mind, I'm just giving numbers for week one, what we saw over the weekend. 
Remember how we talked about all summer long, there could be carnage in the survivor pools, and there were, yeah. because there were at one point 10 road favorites. I think nine closed road favorite because yeah. Minnesota eventually became the favorite and easily won over Green Bay. In the second half, because I tabulated this, the road favorites, and, and actually I got to add Denver uh, to that because they lost in the role, seven and four. So a lot of these teams that were laying points got down, and that's one thing I think we've used that as a pro tip in the past. It's like, you know, when you have something that's kind of lopsided, that's kind of the obvious public play, especially with the, you know, the better teams that are road favorites, you often see them get behind. And then you can maybe come back at a better number for the second half, and that proved to materialize as road favorites were seven and four. In terms of the totals, eight over six unders, actually eight over seven unders counting last night. But scoring was a little bit lower in the first half. And I know that we talked about the fact that the illegal contact, it's like, oh, my God, we're going to have yeah. these huge totals. We we're did not, expecting overs. We did not have it in week one because I think there was a counterbalance to that. And I think the reason why you had unders in week one was twofold. Number one, we saw it last night. It went to three and eight. Quarterbacks not getting any reps in the preseason. I know you want to keep these guys healthy, but not getting any reps and coming in cold. I know you're practicing and whatnot, and you're in shape, but you haven't played a game. You haven't played live football against another team in another jersey popping pads. And you saw that a lot of those guys were rusty. You saw Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. even though Wilson had a very good game statistically. But they d- it's not necessarily how the quarterback plays himself, but it's how you deal with the offensive line. And that brings me to the second part of that. The offensive line play is rough, especially in season one. Some of us think it's rough throughout the entire season. I don't want to go all Bill Polly in here where it's like the bad offensive line play is an epidemic, but he's not <laughs> totally wrong. Because I think there's a couple reasons why. Number one, it takes the time to get chemistry with the offensive line, especially if you have a new guy that you drafted or somebody that comes in from free agency and you don't have the same five across the front that have played together for the bulk of part of the previous season. So you have that in play. And then you also have the fact that some of these linemen, not all of them are at college programs that run more conventional pro-style offenses. The name of the game in college football is to run as many plays as you can, as fast as you can. So the protections are different. You kind of saw it last night. We were talking about that was one of our themes of the game for Denver and Seattle. Seattle's got the two rookies who, for the most part, at least early held up. Charles Cross couldn't hold Bradley Chubb. He got a couple sacks in the second half. But Mm -hmm. you got these two kids that came from air raid offenses, Abe Lucas and Charles Cross, Mississippi State, Washington State. So that's totally different than if you're an offensive lineman from Stanford where (laughs) you're running a pro style offense. You're running a lot of two tight end formations. You're running the ball a little bit more, a more conventional running game instead of, you know, doing this pistol and spread offense and, you know, get your guy in space. So I think that's a lot of reason why you saw unders in week one was because of the offensive line play and the lack of chemistry. I think with some of these guys not playing reps in the preseason games. Is that something that you're going to be looking for mm-hmm. come week two? Because, I mean, maybe, it's it's not going to really change after one week. Right. Maybe you wait another week. Maybe once you – I think once we get to, like, week three, week four, and these teams got a couple games, you'll start to see more over the totals in these games. Because okay. as you get unders – because I think what were the unders last week? Uh, 11, and 11, and, yeah, 11 and 5. 11 and 5. 11 and 5 to the under. So what happens is – you get a little bit of a tax or you get at least guys betting uh, unders early because if they're betting the openers, they're 
trying to beat the close of what it's going to be. They're like, okay, this is going to close lower. So I'm looking at some of these totals, like Miami Baltimore, I think it was uh, 45 and a half on the consensus opener. You're already seeing 44 and a half. You see the Jets and the Browns was 43 and a half. That is down to 40 in most markets. Uh, I think uh, uh, New England and Pittsburgh, that's gone down from 43 to 40. Part of that is Mac Jones being questionable Mm -hmm. and also uh, Najee Harris, but I believe he's going to go for Pittsburgh. But Jones officially listed as questionable. So most of these totals, just looking at the screen here, Cincinnati, Dallas, that's because of Dak. That, that, yeah. That's not, you know, being bet. That's them pulling the number and adjusting it. So it's not like it got bet down from 50 and a half to 43. But you're seeing a, a couple of these games I'm looking at. Chicago Green Bay was 44 and a half, I think, at Chris. Now you're seeing as low as 42 in the market right here mm-hmm. at Circus. So most of these moves on the totals are following what we saw. So maybe we do have one more week of low scoring. Then I think come week three, week four, week five, you're going to start to see it kind of skier toward the other side. Are you anticipating the league making the phone call to the uh, officials about office? illegal contact about with saying, the competition hey, committee? We, we got to get these fantasy football points. Yeah, up, guys. well, well, they said <laughs> you know the uh, point of clarification, as the league puts it, not the point of emphasis. Uh, they said they were going to do that, and every time that they've really done that, the competition committee, you've seen the scoring go up, yeah. but you didn't see it do so in week one. They tend to pivot those, but but the, but the ratings were were still great. Uh, you know, beating these great college football games and everything else in the sports world. We all watched last night's debacle as a family together. Uh, we can talk more about head coaching decisions, and also I want to talk to you about a specific team in the NFC South that could present some live betting opportunities if they get a big lead. We'll discuss that next here at Visa Live Bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIM Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including. Our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. That sounds good to me. Go to vsun.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. With the vsun pro subscriber like the godfather would say. That's absolutely correct. We're here hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds. It's vsun live bet tonight. Going on right now on the West Coast baseball slate. We have the Los Angeles Dodgers leading the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-0. The live total, West is at 6.5 here in the sixth inning. Dodgers minus 2,100 on the money line. You get the Diamondbacks at 10-1. to uh, But I would not be interested in the D-backs. Are you? No, I'm not. Uh, by the way, uh, Taylor Widener now going to come in here for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly only gave up three, mm-hmm. so a lot better than he was prior in the season against the Dodgers. I actually thought that they were going to hammer him a little bit, but what you're seeing here materialized diamondbacks, one of the worst in baseball against left-handed pitching. And of course, uh, you got one of the best still in Clayton Kershaw on the mound tonight. So, uh, D backs, uh, getting absolutely shut down. So if you have this, uh, total over, you're going to need the Dodgers to do some work. How about in Seattle where the Padres are taking on the Seattle Mariners and right now, the Mariners are plus 195. They're, mm-hmm. they're down one run in the fifth inning. It's 1-0. And the total's at 4.5. But plus 195 on a team that's shown that they're pretty resilient mm-hmm. here this season. That's a price. I get that you Darvish, yeah. Darvish is cooking with some gas right now. But I get he's eventually going to leave this game. And maybe you want to bet this while he's still in to get that big price or – do you still wait this out until he finally exits the game? Yeah, I might wait it out because uh, I don't know how much longer Logan Gilbert is going to go. This is actually a tweet that got retweeted in my timeline uh, from uh, Jen Mueller, who I believe yes. is on the uh, broadcast for Root Sports Northwest, uh, mm-hmm. talking about uh, Logan Gilbert, who is on the mound tonight for Seattle, coming off back-to-back outings with career highs in terms of his strikeouts. I think uh, 9Ks. He's recorded nine strikeouts and four starts this season. So he had back-to-back. So it's like, okay, there's some regression coming. And actually, there was somebody who retweeted that in my account, said, okay, I like the Padres' first five. And there you go. Now at the end of the fifth, uh, Logan Bielbert's been very good, but had to go 107 pitches in five innings. He got five strikeouts, three walks, gave up four hits. 
I don't know if you're going to see Gilbert back I, out I there be, for the six. I would be very surprised. Yes, so, very surprised. you know, that's one thing to kind of look at too. When, when guys come off career high milestones, usually kind of a go against spot the next time around. And uh, you at least saw that materialize through five innings, by the way, you Darvish, uh, very crisp. I think he just went over to the 60 pitch mark here and, and cooking. And, and I think the Padres look, if they learn from last season, new manager out there, uh, Bob Melvin, instead of Jace Tingler, you got to get your starters uh, to eat some innings because you don't want that bullpen to get pooped out like it did last year, and that's what really cost the Padres. So, yeah, you, Darvish, absolutely cooking. I would expect uh, they want to see if they can get him in the seventh and maybe even deeper into the eighth. That could spell trouble for the Mariners here, at least for their comeback bid in this game as they trail at one nothing. But plus 215 right now as we head to the top of the sixth. And, yeah, Seattle, it's – one swing at the bat, man. Mm-hmm. Plus two fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's we're talking about these baseball prices that yeah. get a little bit juicy. Just but 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 now around. with uh, with uh, Gilbert going out, who I think a yeoman's effort, even though he is mm-hmm. only going to go five. Now you're getting into that bullpen, and that's why I think you see that price be so big that it ordinarily might not be in a one run game. The Braves are trying to close the gap in the NL East. There, the Mets lost tonight. Well, the Braves they lead the San Francisco Giants four one in the bottom of the fifth. And right now the live total is eight and a half juice towards the over at minus one twenty. Atlanta's minus nine seventy five on the money line, plus five forty are the San Francisco Giants there. But the total of eight and a half, Wes. Mm-hmm. That's a little too high, or are we just right? The uh pre flop, I believe, was uh eight. Juice mm-hmm. to the over at like minus one fifteen. So uh you do have uh Kyle Wright against Junis. Uh Kyle Wright now in the bottom of the fifth. He is at 88 pitch or 91 pitches. Uh, Eunice went 88. So probably not going to see them go much more. I think they might come out for the six, but may not make it through the full six. So just looking at this right now, Kyle Wright, they haven't gotten a lot of hits off him, only three hits uh, for the San Francisco Giants. So got to see if that pitch count gets up. I would lean to the over here at eight and a half. Yeah. And Logan Gilbert is out of the game for the Seattle Mariners. It's right-hander Eric Swanson who is entering the game here for the top of the sixth, I believe it is. So top of the sixth out in Seattle. Padres lead at one nothing, but still a lot of baseball left to be played. But let's table baseball here for a little bit and get back to some of the football discussion that we had because I think that we're picking out some good live betting angles and some mm-hmm. some things, some strategies that people can – Look to attack once we get into these games here. And one with the particular team, the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. History of blowing leads. And everybody knows 28 to 3, all that in the Super Bowl. That's the most high profile one. But they've had other leads that have been blown. I remember a Dallas Cowboys game in 2020, that season, where the Cowboys miraculously came back down 15 with about four minutes to go. And we saw it again this past Sunday. I don't know what it what it is about this team, regardless the coach, regardless the quarterback. They continue to blow these leads. They led the New Orleans Saints 26 to 10 with 12:41 left to go in the fourth quarter. They lost the game 27 to 26. They gave up 17 unanswered to close this game out in the final period. Is this a team that if you ever see them up double digits in the second half, is that an auto live bet on the other team? I understand why this question is being posed because of the history in terms of the it's, fact that it's it hasn't mattered if it was Dan Quinn or, <laughs> you know, the coaches before him. And now you do have Arthur Smith, albeit this is just his second season, mm-hmm. so not a huge sample size necessarily. But, you know, that does kind of get into the better psyche. And maybe I don't know how much it gets baked into the market that it's like, 
okay, this is a team that just can't hold leads. You know, it's like a, a baseball team that's got a bad bullpen and they got a closer. It's a gas can that's just giving up home runs out of the yard. So I can kind of see why that's being asked. I don't want to play into that narrative necessarily too much. By the way, Falcons uh, look like they're getting bet against now. I'm seeing a, a couple of 11s in the market, by and large, 10.5 against the Rams, thinking maybe this is going to be a bounce-back spot because Atlanta did have a big lead over New Orleans, yet another road favorite, by the way, that did not cover, even though they did cover in the second half. But uh, Atlanta, looking what they did, they actually out-yarded New Orleans and the fact that uh, it was really the turnover. So, one of the things you do got to worry about with Atlanta, and I remember his reputation in Tennessee, because I remember uh, Rick Venturi, longtime NFL coach. I was actually in a local uh, show back in Indianapolis sitting in the studio with one of the hosts, and we had Rick Venturi on the phone, and we were previewing the Colts and the Titans back when Mariota was down there in Nashville, and he's like, Mariota will turn it over to you if you let him. You know, so, so you know, because the Colts are playing that cover to you that Bend but don't break, keep everything underneath, wait for the turnover and capitalize. So maybe there is something to that. I try not to buy into that too much because I think the NFL is so week to week. Yeah. We, you know, where, where you have over adjustments and overreactions in terms of uh, certain things there. So I don't know if I necessarily say, okay, automatically bet against them in this case. I think it depends on a system. I think you could do that a little bit more in college especially if you got a team that's like used to running tempo mm -hmm. offensively and then they don't like when they have a lead late, they don't know how to run out the clock because they can't run a totally different offense because they run such mm -hmm. a unique offense, spreading it out. Or if they run like an up-tempo passing attack, you can do that a little bit more in college, I think, than you can in the NFL. At one point in Sunday's game, the Falcons were 97.1% win probability in mm -hmm. this game and they end up losing it in regulation. Now, you mentioned the running the football, and I think that's a curious way to kind of go about this because we always talk about the anatomy of an upset. What yes. do you need? You need turnovers. Well, what is the anatomy of a blown lead? Is it the inability to run the football? Yeah. Is it something a quarterback who's loose with the football? Yeah. Like, what are the checklists? I think, that we can kind of I think turnovers, around? obviously, are the great equalizer. I think penalties, you know, getting false starts. We saw that happen with Denver last night. I know there were a couple questionable calls, but false starts are false starts. And you had four of them, and those set you back. And I know, oh, they're only five yards. That's they big. really cost you, and you get a couple delay of games, too. Like, that's one thing we didn't address with Hackett. We, the, the whole end game mess, but it's like, you can't get these delay of games. That's on the coach, coaching staff, and the coordinator's not getting the plays in. So I think it's turnovers. I think it's penalties. The inability to run the ball, because the team is expecting you to run the ball. Mm -hmm. But you've got to find a way to enforce your will a little bit. And then, uh, you know, getting away and all of a sudden changing your identity midstream. So that's kind of the anatomy of blowing leads in the National Football League. Yeah, the perfect the perfect strategy, I think, in football is throw to take the lead, run to win the game. Mm -hmm. And that's what you – if you can't run the That's what Peyton game, Manning always said. We yeah. throw the ball to set up the run. Yeah, if you can't run the ball, it's hard to close these games out and teams can come back against you. And that's what we see with the Atlanta Falcons, regardless who the coach is, regardless who the quarterback is, somehow, some way they keep – blowing these leads. All right, come on back with us. We're going to take a quick break here, but VEASAN Live Bet tonight still rolling along from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VEASAN, the sports betting network. 
Kick off the football season with BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week one with BetRivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. We're chugging along here at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. Just to get you updated on some West Coast baseball scores. Dodgers still lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-0. That is now off the board except for the money line price, which is prohibitive in favor of L.A. And we have the San Diego Padres leading the Seattle Mariners 1-0 at the Pacific Northwest Right now, the total sitting at three and a half, and it's juiced towards the under. And I see why, based on how you Darvish has been pitching in this game. Padres up to minus two ninety West Mariners plus two thirty. Yeah, Julio Rodriguez is going to try to touch him up though. But you Darvish only sixty four pitches in five and two thirds. And speaking of low pitch count, Clayton Kershaw has got two outs in the bottom of the six. Seventy one pitches. Uh, he can still get it done in a big way. He's only uh, given up one hit and one walk tonight to the Diamondbacks. We mentioned how they struggle against left-handed pitchers. They are even below what they've been doing pretty much all season. Julio Rodriguez right now, his plate appearance result, strikeout plus 135, in play out plus 160, single 7-1, to walk or hit by pitch 9-1, to home run 18-1, to double 20-1, to reach on error 50-1, to and triple 80-1. to as it's a I am, one, one count. I am going to say in play out. And speaking of in play out, Clayton Kershaw now clean through six, 74 yeah. pitches. One go, hit, Kershaw. one walk. Uh, nice effort. Uh, boy, when you can uh, still get production out of him, Dodgers, uh, why they're the prohibitive favorites to go ahead and win the World Series. Uh, there's a reason why. I'm going to say Julio gets walked. He's going to draw the walk. He's going to get on base. Plus 475. Good check swing there, Julio. Oh, he didn't. Yep, nah, he's good. Yeah, they checked two, it first. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Two, one is the count. So, plus 700, walk or hit by pitch. But Julio is going to get on here and kickstart yes. some sort of a comeback for the Seattle Mariners. Um, the, yeah, the, we, we, we always pop in every now and then with some of these flash props, with these plate appearances, exact results, because they're fun mm-hmm. in baseball. It's they're a lot more fun than betting on totals yeah. or betting on, yeah. on the money lines, which with one run can all of a sudden become right. minus 700 right. or something like that. I think these are fun ways to bet on baseball. The micro betting, like we've talked about, how being that's kind of the, the wave of the future. It is. And, and, and look, uh, as you get more people involved, you know, maybe it's just the nature of, you know, lower, you know, the world moves so fast and attention yeah. is a little bit lower. It's like, no, I want, I want this right now. I want to cash my ticket. I, I, I want the instant <laughs> gratification. I do not want to sit through and sweat it out like you old, you know, what's here. So, uh, Julio Rodriguez, by the way, pops up. So still got to stop count, swinging but, uh, at junk, Julio. but you know, I don't want to wait around like you muckety mucks with these four hour games, uh, to go ahead and cash a bet. I want to do it in four seconds. And sometimes you can do it here with these, yeah. but obviously you know, if you're Trend new lightning. to this, yes, be be reasonable. Don't don't blow your you know your room and board if you're uh, in a dorm or a fraternity house somewhere on campus. Uh, all in uh, you know just a couple days uh, betting all these micros. Boy, you Darvish, he just looks really good right now. Uh, the way he's been pitching, only 69 pitches, and we're mm-hmm. at the bottom of the sixth. 
He's through five. He's very, and very, very comfortable. And obviously, uh, Seattle, I still think, you know, is a pitcher's park. Oh, 100%. Very much favors. Pit. Most of the pitcher's parks in Major League Baseball are actually on the West Coast. That's why you usually see them have the lowest totals, whether it's at Dodger Stadium or at uh, in San Francisco, pretty much everywhere. Go. So now a full, full count. count to uh, Rodriguez. A nice little battle here between Just he and Darvish. Give me one pitch. One pitch. Right now, walk or hit by pitch is plus 235. Strikeout is plus 155. Still the favorite. But... Mm-hmm. At seven to one, we're doing all right. They're in play out plus two sixty five. West. Yes, three two count. You Darvish. Darvish is mixing Julio it up. Though. Splitter, cutter, slider, fastball. He's trying to get this uh, right. this young stud up in Seattle, who obviously I think really arrived in the national stage for baseball fans at the All Star game. Yeah, the home run derby. He was terrific. It broke my heart how we didn't win that home run derby at twelve to one. I had a ticket on him, but unfortunately uh, Juan Soto then went ahead and stole that one. As Julio, yep, fouls that fighting. off. He's fighting, he's fighting, man. He's fighting. He's 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 making you Darvish work a little bit. I just hope he stays patient because I think Darvish is going to try to throw him off balance here, throw him a little junk. Mm-hmm. Just make sure to uh, not swing. Yeah, and that's the thing about Darvish. He has so many different pitches. A lot of guys, you know, they might only have one out pitch, maybe even two. He's got several in the arsenal. All right, Julio, three two is the count. So we're we're hopefully going to find out here on this next pitch. He could foul it off, but seven to one. For a walk or hit by pitch, and we are sweating this out right now. Is I believe this is what the seventh, yeah, or eighth pitch of of this uh, at bat here. As Julio is going to go ahead and yep. round out, round out third. third. So you Darvish <laughs> now clean through six innings, uh, seventy two pitches. Uh, nice little battle. It was there. almost so there. In play out gets there. It was almost there. Uh, I thought he was going to be able to get him, uh, or at least make you Darvish uh, pitch ball four, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Julio uh, goes ahead and grounds out to third. Uh, by the way, we talked about the Yankees in terms of uh, Jaris Familia, who had a, uh, r- a rough mm-hmm. night for the Red Sox, gave up those three runs there in the top of the 10th. He now says he has been designated for assignment. I guess that'll do it. Ooh. That'll do it. Uh, uh, walking uh, Stanton and then that uh, base-clearing double by Glaber Torres uh, sealed not, his fate as a member of the Boston Red Sox. Not, not great at all. Uh, and this, our producer Aaron Oser sent us a note here over from David Beerman over at ESPN. The Mets lost to the Cubs tonight as minus 455 favorites. You mentioned it, Jacob DeGrom on the mound for the Metropolitans. Per ESPN stats and info, they were the largest favorite to lose this season. Favorites of minus 400 or shorter mm-hmm. are now only 4-4 four and four on the season. Yeah, so like we say... And we've been saying, and I think a recurring theme since uh, we started this at the, in early September, in terms of baseball betting, a lot of the casual bettors obviously go away on the weekends because you have football. Mm-hmm. But then now, like a night like tonight, if they want to get down, you don't really have much going except that WNBA mm-hmm. a game and a full baseball card. So what are a lot of these bettors going to do when they come back into the market? They're going to build they're a parlay of at least going four to, legs. Yeah, they're going to build multiple leg parlays with these big favorites. And You've got to be careful. It seems like, you know, some nights there won't be, but a lot of times there's going to be a parlay killer somewhere. So mm-hmm. be careful what you're doing and just lay in these big favorites and thinking that they're automatically going to get home. Yeah, you'll have some times where they win 12 to nothing, but you'll have times when they lose to it to like what they did with the Cubs tonight, four to yeah. one. So you got to be careful doing this. And also the fact even, and I'm not even saying, hey, don't ever bet a parlay. Like, maybe don't do all these. Because you see all these tickets on Twitter. It's like, oh, this guy hit a 10-leg parlay. So they're thinking, oh, I can do it. Well, they don't ever post these books, the losers. 
you know, the yeah, thousands and hundreds and thousands of losers of people trying to do the same exact thing. So if you're doing these parlays, you know, a two leg, I think, you know, stick with that instead of going with the big ones, because I always hear betters, you know, around here and around town when I go in to like do contest stuff or bet at the counter or whatever I'm doing, man, I, I, I had a 10 teamer and I hit nine of them. Guess how much that pays? Zero. Yes. So, you know, keep that in mind and also keep in mind too, with just the price, when you're getting in the math of the price, these favorites are going to be jacked up. I mean, they're, they're going to make you pay for these because it's like, we don't want to pay out, you know, and give you what DeGrom maybe should have been. And DeGrom's obviously been terrific this year in his uh, short stint back from being injured the first half of the season, but should he really be four fifty? You know, four fifty? No, he probably should be in the mid low three dollar range at that. But there's a big difference in terms of when you parlay those type of things or when you lay those money lines. So keep in mind, you're already paying a tax in the price, so you're already not getting the best of it, and then you're getting the worst of it when all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. you get that one leg that kills you. I've always been a, a, a underdog money line parlay better. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of where, like, especially with NFL or mm-hmm. something. I'm like, hey, if I want to make a little fun parlay, put like a half unit or right, a unit, right. Like, obviously, pick, some, pick a few dogs obviously something you know, because we mentioned that yeah. as one of our pro tips last week, where it's like if you're betting NFL underdogs, I think there were 99 of them last year mm-hmm. that won outright. Put a little something on the money line separately. You know, if you're, I don't know, whatever your unit size is, let's say it's 100 bucks. Put twenty five or thirty dollars on on a, on a money line, and, and a money line parlay. That's something you're going to bet small. It's not going to break you if it doesn't hit. But parlay maybe two or three of them together. I, I don't go crazy and do like yeah. ten underdog money line parlays. Yeah, I had the Giants in a underdog money line parlay this past Sunday, mm-hmm. but unfortunately it was paired with the Jags and the Patriots. Yes, that was that was done before the Giants kicked off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Patriots were done from the get-go. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh, I actually wrote that game up for a capsule for the digital. Those mm-hmm. are going to come out tomorrow. Patriots currently a road favorite at Pittsburgh. We'll see what it will be if Mac Jones doesn't go. If all of a sudden it's Brian Hoyer, they're not one-and-a-half-point favorites. They might be like two- or two-and-a-half-point underdogs in the Steel City. Might be a situation where the favorite flips there in the Steel City. But hoping that Mac Jones can play. We know TJ Watt's not going to play no. in that game. He's out six weeks, because that's what they're saying out there. Um, in Pittsburgh. All right, come on back with us. Final segment on the other side. Be sent live bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with Draft Time Matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of 41000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to get in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 plus only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details and celebrate responsibly. And celebrate responsibility as well. Uh, welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Final segment. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Coming up at the top of the hour, the Greg Peterson experience with Greg Peterson. So keep it locked here on VEASAN as Greg wraps up the night's action in Major League Baseball. But while we have these baseball games going on, Wes, three of them on the West Coast, seventh inning. Dodgers lead the Diamondbacks now 4 nothing. Total sitting at 5.5, juice towards the over, minus 165. The under is plus 135. Anything for you in this total for Dodgers? Yeah, uh, not for me. Kershaw at 74 pitches. You got to think, okay, at least a somewhat clean inning is going to get him through the seventh. And I don't know if they're with a four-run lead, if they're going to want to necessarily extend him per se, because this is a guy that they're going to need in the playoffs. So, you know, Kershaw, this isn't a guy that they throw 110 pitches. Like, they'll do that with Tyler Anderson. Yeah. Or they'll do that with maybe Urias. But Some of the they're young not, bucks. Yeah, they're not going to want to do that with Kershaw. So maybe one more inning here. Look at what, what, how many pitches do he have when he had that perfecto in Minnesota and Dave oh, Roberts gosh, took him yeah, out was, earlier this season. That was polarizing as hell. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and I'm kind of the old school, like, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not as old as like as like the real old salts, but it's like <laughs> Bob Gibson threw 190 pitches. Put him back out there. Put some dirt on it. Like uh, we've advanced past yeah, that. Yeah, if you've got a if you've got a little injury, like uh, what was that uh, Chris Rock special? Everything was Robitussin. Yeah, more Tussin. <laughs> Let that Tussin sink in there, boy. Yeah, we've evolved just a tad with technology and all these things that we've studied. So uh, Kershaw has a pretty solid outing here against the Diamondbacks. Uh, seven shutout innings for Clayton Kershaw. Or rather, six shutout innings right now. We're yeah, and he's going to go for seven because he's out there only 74 pitches. I think like 90 
is probably his limit in terms of where he's going. Keep uh, him fresh. Yeah, Keep him fresh. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, if they get a real clean inning here, I think it's like, okay, that's going to be good enough. If the Diamondbacks, obviously, they can't hit lefties, put your, put your middle relief lefty out in the bullpen and let him finish it off. The Braves lead the San Francisco Giants 4-1. to one. That total is sitting at 7.5, so it's funny to see the juxtaposition but from Dodgers, Diamondbacks to Braves, Giants, where there's five runs on the board here for the Braves. And, and now you see a kid, Cole Waits, by the way, in for the Giants here, bottom of the seventh, uh, making his major, or top of the seventh, rather, making his major league debut, and that's what you're seeing. And we talked about that last week, I think, in one of the pro tips. Learn the personnel that are coming up, because you're going to see a lot of new guys that are kind of, you know, maybe guys that could be starters somewhere down the line, uh, even starters somewhere down the line for major league baseball teams. Where are they going to put them? Middle relief roles, like like right here. They got his family. Yeah, they got the family there. So we'll see uh, how how the kid does here in San Francisco. But major league debut, you're seeing a lot of that. Not only with the teams that are out of it, like the Giants at 68 and 73, but you're seeing it with good teams because they have the rosters increase. Did you see the catch Mookie Betts just made? I, I'm never I'm never I'm never surprised when he does that. And Clayton Kershaw says thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. That keeps my pitch count a little bit lower. So. uh now at 77, uh, there's a reason why Mookie Betts has won the uh, Gold Glove five straight years, 2016 through 2020. Yeah, that was terrific. There's a reason why he was a former MVP. Yes. <laughs> He's pretty good at baseball, yes. uh, last I checked there. Then finally in the Pacific Northwest, the Padres lead the Mariners 1-0 in the seventh. We're at the top of the seventh right now. San Diego has one on with two out. And right now they're minus 270. Actually just went down yeah. to minus 255 on the money line. With the Mariners plus two oh and the kid in San Francisco commits the Cardinal sin, walked the leadoff man on four straight pitches. So we were go. talking about I what's it now, seven and a half. I even kind of leaned yeah. over eight and a half. Uh this it's, could it's, be it's a juiced minus one thirty. This could be a big inning for the Braves now at the nine hitter up, and then all of a sudden you're gonna get Acuna. Actually Acuna is now up and Swanson and Riley and Olsen. Uh a tough batch of hitters for a kid to face in his major league debut in this situation. Well, we got six minutes left here in the show, Wes, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some football. And I know week one, a lot of folks were looking to play some teasers. Week two, we have some other legs that are looking appetizing from mm -hmm. a teaser perspective. But you're not necessarily saying pump the brakes, but also just be weary before well, you fire in some of these well, teasers. Well, look, and we say long-term that these uh, Stanford Wallen teasers do work through the three and the seven, even though the three and the seven, not as key as it was years ago because of obviously all the weirdness and hijinks that we see in terms of uh, missed field goals, how unreliable field goal kickers were pretty much in week one, the, the extra points, the uh, teams going for two a little bit more and very comfortable at doing that. So you've got a few kind of around those key numbers of three and seven, obviously uh, the commanders. I think a lot of people are going to like teasing that up. Uh, through the three and the seven, uh, uh, Tampa Bay uh, or New Orleans, rather teasing them up as a home dog, Carolina, New York, right around that number. Giants minus two and a half Steelers, I think are going to be a very popular teaser. Mike Tomlin now, I think 46, 23 and two is an underdog. Mm -hmm. And right now he's an underdog, but keep an eye on uh, Mac Jones's status here. So uh, definitely look out for that. And then Cincinnati, Dallas, does Cincinnati now as an eight-point road favorite get teased down the two through the three and the seven? So those are the ones that are popular. And, you know, when you look at that, 
more often than not, they're going to be really good value, but they're not going to be the same value necessarily. And I want to bring this up from a regular guest here on this network, that being uh, Chris Zanuck, Las Vegas Chris, Mm -hmm. at Las Vegas Chris, uh, C-R-I-S, by the way, on the Chris on the Twitter. And he made a really good point. I I forgot to bring it up last week, but I'm going to use this here. When he was talking about the Rams being the teaser buster, because the Rams, two and a half, you could tease it up to eight and a half. It's like, okay, defending Super Bowl champions, home dog. never get blown up. Yeah, against the Bills. Well, it's different because he goes not interested in teasing against good offensive teams out of the gate. The six points that do have value on those wall teasers and those two-leg teasers, they don't have the same value necessarily when you're looking at, I think, really strong offensive teams. And I know that you've brought this up a little bit in passing, too. You can sometimes pick the value on a teaser by the total. And I often say, look, when I'm teasing underdogs, I like it when the total is low. That's where I think it gives it more value, you know, necessarily. So when you're looking, like a lot of people are going to like teasing Minnesota, against Philadelphia. And look, I'm high on the Vikings and I won on them in a week one against green Bay market was right. That was the uh, popular circa and super contest uh, decision. And it had enough action on it where they became the favorites did Minnesota and rightfully so, but you're going to see people want to say, okay, get that to eight and a half, you know, Minnesota, they're very good. Philadelphia, they got backdoored by the lions, even though they pretty much controlled the game. They probably should have won that game by 10 end up only winning by Mm -hmm. three, but Philadelphia is a pretty explosive offensive team. So these teams with like high scores, like the Buffalo Bills that we mentioned, I think Chris mentioned that in the example, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, who were some of the other really super potent offenses in the league? I think uh, probably the Chargers, you would have to certainly consider them uh, as a potent offense. I know with only one week of sample size, but we kind of know who some of the better offenses are projected to be. So, you do want to be careful, I think, with the key number teasers, especially against these really good offenses. Uh, it's a little bit easier to do. Like Cleveland, Carolina, we talked about last week. That was a perfect teaser, uh, you know, to tease that. With 41 and a half, 42 the total, all Low of a sudden variance. you're getting eight and a half. All my Browns legs on my teasers got there. All the ones with the Browns ended up winning uh, for me. So, yeah, when you've got totals at 41 or 40 or something like that, that has more value. But when you got these potent offensive teams, then the totals are going to be higher, 51, 52, 53, 54. So you definitely got to be careful with that. And basically not the, the six points don't have the same value every single game. Yeah, and one that I would be weary of is this Washington and Detroit game because that total has skyrocketed mm-hmm. from open at 44.5 now. Some places even have 49.5 at DraftKings. So you might hear Wentz and Goff. These are not great quarterbacks. Right. How much scoring could there possibly be? Well, did you watch their defenses in week one? Yeah. Because Detroit can't stop a soul. And Washington as well haven't been that great defensively. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville and all their struggles mm-hmm. were moving the ball up and down the field. On and, and I got to tell you, I do kind of lean Detroit in that game, even though it's moved a little bit. Uh, I think this was from ESPN Stats and Info. I know Ben Fox put it out, our own Ben Fox earlier as well. The Detroit Lions have been underdog in 24 straight games. That's a Super Bowl era record. They were last a favorite week 11 in the 2020 season. They're laying two and a hook to Washington. I'd be leaning to the home team actually there. But our pro tip, watch out for those teasers with those high totals. And that was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport 
and by show. That does it for us here from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Bebefe for our producer Aaron Oster and our entire crew behind the glass. Wishing you all the best of luck with your bets coming up tomorrow. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience with Greg Peterson here on VCND Sports Betting Network. Football is here. The VSIN team has what you need to know. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power readings, VSIN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts, NFL veteran experts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.